Y'all writers be killing me, man. Like, <laughs> I can't. Oh, man. That's what these bitches be doing. Uh, no music in the background. We ain't doing that today. Can you whisper for some music to play in the background? Please? No. No. That's what, that's what them hoes gonna be saying at tax time to the working niggas. I wanna set you up. TikTok, you don't stop. All night and make you spin your dough after I slip use pills. I wanna set you up. I think they went up on a standard deduction this year on the taxes. Yeah. Slightly. I think it was like up by like $200 or something like that. I'll take it. Hey, that two hundred might be the make or break. For free. No, like she won't. H&R Block. No, she won't. Who what? I know how to do taxes, but I ain't doing it for free. Yeah, shorty do taxes too. I took. Uh, I got my W twos. Nah. I'm still waiting on one. I'm Shit. like, y'all gotta be fucking kidding me. The job gave us ours today. They was like here. <sighs> no, cause I switched jobs. In between in the year. And so my first job, they on that bullshit. And I can't even do it online. I had hit them up like, so what's up? They're like, you have to wait for the paper ones. Fuck that. But anyways, I am excited about tax season. <laughs> get this little money that I'm supposed to have already had in my check anyways. It ain't, people get the shit messed up because it's not extra money. It's just the money they took extra from you. Right. It still always was your money. Or whatever. Anyways, welcome to another episode of Unapologetic Advice Podcast. I am your co-host, Gemini. And I'm Trilly St. Clair. And this is Unapologetic Advice Podcast. Make sure y'all hit us up at unapolopod at gmail.com. Our Instagram at unapologetic.advice underscore podcast. And Trilly, where can they find you? Cleveland underscore Trill Burks. Show notes. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. So you. speaking of which, what you sipping on? What you what you got now? Uh shit, I'm drinking a Zevia. <laughs> it's a Zevia cola. Zevia Zero calorie. Ain't no calories in here. But I'm off for of two cups of that cracking. So Zevia cream. With the Zevia cream. So I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I'm relaxed. We was watching some prison shit upstairs in the in the uh, <laughs> like 60 days. Watching the 60 days shit, 60 days in. Trying to uh, have our uh, meeting and shit. That was hard to do. <laughs> Entertained <laughs> by bitch ass niggas rubbing their chest and getting sent home. Get me out of here. <laughs> Get me out of here. <laughs> he didn't even make it in the jail. <laughs> One nigga was in the bullpen. They ain't even stripped him yet. He ain't even been fingerprinted. He said, I want out. <laughs> now. I'm scared. Scared. I'm like this like, nigga. On a scale of one to ten. Like, ten. Eleven. <laughs> nigga was like twelve. He probably had pee running down his leg. Homeboy was scared. He was like that nigga on uh Gladiator before that first battle. Dude was sitting there with that face shaking. Russell Crowe looked down. He had piss running down his leg. I ain't the only one that saw Gladiator, Emma. A long time ago. Are you not entertained? Yeah, I've seen it. It was a long time ago. That came out, what, like, a long time ago. 
Yeah, it was a while. It's like, been a while. Oh, three, something like that. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't even. Yeah, I was still underage when that came out. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't been underage when that came out. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I am sipping on some Kraken and Zevia Cola. I did have some Kraken and Cream Zevia earlier, but now I got this Kraken and Cola. All right. Oh. What else is I supposed to announce? Make sure y'all check out our black businesses, Ben Hot Beats. Um, trying to think what else we're supposed to do. I'm like not prepared for any of that, but check the show notes. So with that being said, let's slide into messy media. All right, so you want to talk about Terry Crews or you want to talk about Cinnamon Toast Crunch Ice Cream? Terry Crews, weak ass. It's kind of kind of low key, a little loud. You might can you please turn that slightly down. Thank you. Uh, so according to the Shade Room, Terry Crews says he did not experience the same racist atmosphere as Gabriel Union on America's Got Talent, and then Gabriel Union respond. So um, basically, you you heard it. What what was Terry talking about? Basically, he was saying that uh. He didn't experience nothing racist. Uh, he got to highlighting how racists are treated on the show, all that sort of shit. And my thing is, my biggest takeaway from it was that Gabe's experience wasn't his experience. But I just feel like the way he went about it was almost like, I don't know, it was kind of like he was calling her sensitive a little bit, like... He didn't see that. It wasn't this. It wasn't that. But according to Gabrielle Union, she like shit. Well, we all were told not to really talk about it because it's under an investigation. But you want to play these games? Let's go. But ain't he, he just Terry Crews the same one that was which which Weinstein was playing with his balls at one point? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, she said behind the scenes there was no diversity. So what's up with that? Probably wasn't. I have to believe Gabriel Union. She's yet to be called a liar all these years. Till we talk about her skin. Her skin looks great. It do look good. I liked it when it was darker too. You think she's bleaching? I think she did some slight shit to make it a little lighter. I thought she was just in the house. Shit, when she was a clover, she was a lot darker. Jeez, I just thought she was in the house. Nah. Nah. I don't know. That's a hell of a place to be, being Sh- Miami and call yourself Shit. Bleach. Uh, pay attention to her on uh, Love and Basketball. Pay attention to her as a clover. She was on Moesha back in the day. Was she? Mm-hmm. That was the first show she was on was Moesha. That's how old Gabrielle Union is. Like, she's been playing the role of a 16-year-old for, like, 20 years. That makes That's sense. That's crazy. That makes sense. No, I fuck with Gabe, though. But I'm just... I just feel like he had no right to belittle her experience. If that wasn't your experience, then that's one thing. But... I wouldn't have went on and on and on about how great everything is there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just thought that was some bullshit. Like, support your sister, bro. Like, if she went through what she went through and she felt that she was discriminated against, then that was her experience. 
He's one. I never saw that. Massa never, never told me I was a nigga. Ma Massa never, never mistreated us. Massa teach us good. I don't know what she talked about. Like that's the way it sounded to me. Poop butter ass nigga. That's what he sounded like. That was my takeaway. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But check out that interview when y'all get a chance. Because that's what I saw. A lot of cooning. I'll refrain from using that word since I've been asked not to. Man, motherfucker was cooning. I'm going to say it for you. <laughs> we can keep it moving. Shit. Yeah, my advice is... uh. Like, don't belittle her experience. It's different than yours. You, That's like, it. You're, you're, and you're a dude versus her being a chick. Like, it's just, you can't say it's the same thing. So if that was her experience, let her speak her truth. I don't understand what's wrong with people. Why they got to sit here and be like, that ain't happened to me. So that didn't happen. That's, I can't that's stand, not what we do. And I can't stand a motherfucker like that. You sitting there telling them something. Like, yeah, man, I don't, that was shit. That ain't what happened to me. I don't give a fuck. About what ain't happened to you. I'm telling you my experience. Right. That's it. Sure, when white chicks too come out, he'll have a position. Be on there looking dumb as fuck. Still whistling and shit. You want to talk about black people in ginger ale? Or you want to talk about Rasby getting a DUI? Black people in ginger ale. Damn, did you, did you talk. see that? Huh? Did you see the comments and stuff about it? So, uh, black people were talking about ginger ale. Um, it says, attention black people. I drank ginger ale and still feel sick, nauseous, just to let y'all know. Um, someone said, did you lay down? Directions clearly say, drink some ginger ale and go lay down. So there's like this whole beef where there's people who like ginger ale and people who don't. So what's your advice on that? Shit, I don't even know what to say to that because I don't know a black person that don't like ginger ale. That bitch is a cure-all in my house. Hey, man, I got the flu. Go get some OJ and ginger ale. Stomach hurt. Go get some ginger ale. <laughs> Damn, man, nigga almost hit me by a car. Your, your nerves a little fucked up? Yeah, settle yourself down and go get you some ginger ale. Like, you put gin ginger ale, it's just as important in a black house as Robitussin. Matter of fact, if you get sick back in the day, hey, go get that little nigga some Robitussin and some ginger ale and OJ. Ginger ale and some saltine crackers. That's when your stomach fucked up. Yeah, give him some saltine crackers. <laughs> if you ain't got ginger ale, they tell you get some 7-Up. Right, get some 7-Up. Mama, I don't like that. I don't give a fuck. Get it. Shit gonna work. Your grandma did it. Her grandma did it. That's what we do. So... I'd be hard-pressed finding a black person that don't like ginger ale. That's different. I don't know a black person who hasn't tried ginger ale. Like, I'm That's, so what? that, like, you didn't try ginger ale that you just now realize you don't like it. That's different. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the comments like, oh, I tried it and it was nasty. So, first of all, you probably grown. So, how did you make it to at least 18 without someone telling you to get some ginger ale? Right. I don't know. I don't know. My advice is, uh, I don't know what kind of black household you grew up in, but we all had ginger ale. Yeah, seven they the household was different. Some maybe never mind. I ain't gonna say that loud. <laughs> Do you want to talk about um, this lady legs? 
What the hell? Let me see. <laughs> she built like Mrs. Impossible. So <laughs> you got to look at the comments. But on the shade room, they had this lady. She built like, uh, or Mrs. Is it Miss Incredible? Mrs. Incredible. Like her body is built just like Mrs. Incredible. Like all she need is the outfit. Like she, and she up here dancing. That's wild. It is wild. Some people are like, oh, her body look weird. Some people are like, oh, I did that. Niggas hit anything. <laughs> What's your advice? Man. You feel like it's real? No. Nah. She out there looking like Queen Roach. Them legs bow legged and weird. Like, I'm cool. You wouldn't hit that? No? No. It's not sexy. You wouldn't hit that? Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Uh, <laughs> the comments is just... It says, this reminds me of the episode of SpongeBob where Squidward ate all the Krabby Patties. Oh, my gosh. Someone said her hips are like parentheses. You know what? Y'all are wrong. Y'all are just wrong. <laughs> her <laughs> hips are like parentheses. <laughs> oh, Y'all shit. Y'all are so mean. Y'all be mean. Oh, shit. Send they my are, though. <laughs> they, they do. They, they, they do, though. <laughs> they, they do. They do, but they are shit. Right. Like if she was taller, them shits are like air quotes. They would, yeah. Someone said, this looks hella weird. I legit thought someone zoomed in on a marionette puppet at first. <laughs> oh my gosh. My, my advice is, please don't be up here gyrating and stuff like that. If you if you think that, hopefully her feelings ain't hurt. Because if they are, like, just don't do this, baby. Don't do this. Oh, that she is happy too. She did her little step over and everything. She just get it, get it. Um, okay, so do you want to talk about Tinder adding a panic button, or do you want to talk about Beyonce uh, taking this and Solange lyric and addressing fabulous? You, you said to took a Solange lyric. Oh yeah, yeah, the Beyonce Solange lyric thing, or the Tinder adding, yeah, let's, or let's, Tinder adding a panic button. Let's, let's talk about that. Because that was a hot button topic today. So according to... They would hurry up and load. The Shade Room Fabulous recalls the time Beyonce addressed him about a, a bar where he rapped about her and Solange. And he talked about, like in the lyric, I guess it was like on his mixtapes, he said, um, he was just kind of like, I would take Bay, but I, I, instead I would take Solange, basically. And so... I guess Beyonce well, was like, you know, people are real people. And like, when you say stuff, like you yeah. got to think about what you're really saying. Like, I know you're making stuff that rhyme, but like at the same time, just remember, like, I'm a person. My sister's a person. Yeah. Because he didn't win. <laughs> if you can get a B, would you really take Solange? And both of them blew down. <laughs> well, Beyonce blew down. And when he saw Solange, she spoke, and she was kind of like, yo, what's up? Like, she was real, like, tough about it, so. I wonder what he said about Nicki Minaj. 
talking about the wrong thing because gamers want to be throwing everybody's name is, man. Well, that everybody. tells you how serious anybody takes the game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that tells you that because ain't nobody taking you seriously. Ain't nobody addressing you about it, then. I mean, I mean, and he, he said that. Shout out everybody, broad, and nobody takes them seriously, in my opinion. Okay, nobody wants you, game. You fuck with a Kardashian, no. Yeah, cares. game, but see, game should be a reach. It's per, it's done purposefully for you to say something about it, and that's why niggas don't say shit about it. They give it five minutes worth of attention and be like, yeah, okay, because you didn't did it too many times, so that market employee don't work anymore. Meanwhile, Fab, like, man, I said that shit on the mixtape. I didn't even think it was going to have that kind of reach, and it did. He like, it was just a bar, but shit. He said, Beyonce politely checked me. <laughs> she was like, please don't do that. Ever so slightly. Like a, a nice thug. <laughs> uh, yeah, my advice is, you know, it people, it's, it is people. You know, like, when you rapping about people, like, they're people. Like, you know, they have feelings. So Feelings. Uh, finally, do you want to talk about Lizzo wearing her Ivy Park dance? Or do you want to talk about Oprah stepping down from the Russell Simmons documentary? Let's address Lizzo again. Not Oprah? We could talk about Oprah, but I don't really give a fuck, man. So, Lizzo came on with the Megan Stallion. Her and her friend was dancing. That's her choreographer. Oh, is that who it is? Yeah. Her, her choreographer got real low. Them knees good. <laughs> her knees is real good. Her choreographer, she came out. Yeah, she came out there like that too. Yeah, she young as fuck. Is she? Mm-hmm. But she been. She's her choreographer. When she went on Saturday Night Live and all that, she was there. So that's her choreographer. But none of it makes sense tired of the laundry i'm tired of lizzo now like lizzo is making it hard to like lizzo at this point because she's doing too much she's doing a whole lot and it ain't even got nothing to do with like you know being a big female it's just like i don't don't nobody want to see you like that all the time like and only it's some people out here, it's some fetish people out here that definitely fuck with the bbw scene like that but she's doing way too much we about to forget about the music in a second. Yeah, I my my advice is that she's doing a lot that to get attention when her her stage is is music. And if you want to address somebody or something, write it in a song. Like you definitely have the platform to write it in a song. Right. So to me, I just feel like she's not using her platform in a way she should. And you know, like the videos and stuff, it's social media age, so that's what people do. Understandable, but like put your song in the back or something like that. Right. I don't know why you decided to play uh City Girls. That was that was? Yeah. The beat was. The beat was, yeah. But I, don't, I don't know who voicemail that is. Yeah, I have no idea about that part. So I don't know. Yeah. All right. All right, you ready for your favorite segment? Can we talk for a minute? Can we talk for a minute? 
My co-host is so tired. You've been up since forever. Three. Almost 24 hours. 345. You, I'm cool. I'm making Dang. it happen. All right. That cracking just got up super Crept up chill. on you? Huh? Crept up on you? A little bit. I'm good, though. So it says the subject was questioned. So give me a give me a dude name. Uh, Brentford. It's a white dude. So give me a white dude name. Oh, Brentford. <laughs> Renford. Right. All right. Well, you, gotta Rand- list, you gotta listen. Randy to- or something. I don't know. Randy. I feel like we did a Randy. You got, you got a white boy name for us? Taylor. Tabor or Taylor. 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 Okay, you listening? You yeah. got you got to be ready for this. You ready? Let's go. Okay, so it says, first time writing to unapologetic advice. Been listening to you for a while, and I wanted to write in. I'm a 26 year old white male or white man. I don't know what this abbreviation is. And my girlfriend of almost two years is a Puerto Rican black woman. She has a three year old that I feel like is my daughter, even though she isn't. Everything was good. I thought until she stopped having sex with me. At first, I thought maybe she was tired, but then about a month ago, I started looking at her Facebook and there are a lot of guys leaving her comments. She posts pictures of herself I never seen and I asked her about it. She says, I'm not with you all the time, so you can't see every picture. About a week ago, she told me she has been sleeping with her boss. I'm upset because it's, should I not say the establishment? <laughs> I'm upset because it's Chipotle. You're sleeping with your boss who is a manager at Chipotle. I want to divorce. I want to or I want to leave her, but I want to I might want to get her back by sleeping with her best friend first, who she secretly hates. Do you think it's worth it or would it be understandable if I did? Her friend is sexy and has given me hints she she would hook up. Taylor. Well, I mean Hooking up with the best friend, ain't it? Sometimes it's bitch give fuck about her. I mean, I'm just saying right now we're entering the day and age that you show just how hurt you is by doing going to others as they done on to you. Move the fuck on. That's all you can do. That's my clear cut ass advice, cause it's just like got a motherfucker cheating on you. It is what it is. Best revenge is all right, Mari. Uh, Marion has taught us all <laughs> being unbothered. That motherfucker yeah. came out with some sage. Yes, <laughs> that was that was great. He saged himself, talking about moving forward in life. He was being ultra petty, but I fuck with it. That's what you got for it. Don't don't fuck the best friend. Or I mean, hook up. As Taylor would say. Yeah, I mean, but it's just like, for what? Like, at this point, it's like, why the get back? Why the get back? Just get the fuck away from the person. Like, I just was explaining this to somebody. Like, I, well, it was a point in time that I was pretty scandalous, right? And, you know, found out a chick might have been fucking around with another dude, so... I wouldn't fuck with somebody they knew. All that did was make me look horish. It made me look lightweight stupid. It made me look like I care. Like I'm thirsty enough to sit there and go fuck around with somebody that that person knows because I want to make a statement. Make an even bigger statement, just not fucking with the person. 
Just be done. Yeah, my advice is don't do that shit. Just just break up with her. She the one gotta explain to her daughter why the motherfucker probably taking care of her and her daughter ain't taking care of them no more and they gotta move out and take all her little dolls and ponies and shit with her. Right. Why, mommy, why? Because your mom's a whore. <laughs> oh, snap. That is sad. I mean, hey, that's people's life. It's real, though, but that's sad. I got another one for you too. Actually, this happened to me. Young okay. Gemini has a has a uh, situation. I was walking to go and get me some coffee, and then go into the door of my apartment building. As I'm walking towards my apartment building, some man says, "Hey, hey, 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 what time is hey, it?" Hey, hey. So I'm thinking, like, maybe he ain't got no watch. So I tell him what time it is. Or he was like, hey, I got to go back to work. What time is it? So I, I decided to be nice and tell him what time it was. You know this motherfucker going to look at me and go, hey, can you give me a chicken bowl? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, can you, can you get some money? You can go give me a chicken bowl? I said, no, sir. I don't have anything for you. And I walked in the door. You ain't got nothing for me. Yeah, bitch. I don't got nothing for you. So... Can you please give advice to these dudes who call themselves making a slightly non-weird move and then segue into creepy? You had a watch and then you pulled out an Apple Watch. That's some chicken bowl money. You got an Apple Watch. What you think, Trilly? <laughs> I got chicken bowl money because I got an Apple Watch? I might not even bought this motherfucker. I look good. Somebody could have bought it for me. Shit. I'm just saying, women, a lot of women don't be, they didn't buy shit. This is true. You just ask and a motherfucker buy it You could have been a kept motherfucker. Yeah. But at the same time. Sometimes all you got to do, ladies, is ask. Niggas, they ask for food. <laughs> if you going back to work, you, you should have some money for you to get you a chicken bowl. You should, but maybe you don't. But Niggas be broke. And you know, you know my, you know our conversation on that. If a nigga gonna flat out ask you to buy him something, that nigga fucked up. <laughs> he in a bad position in life. Hey, uh, can you give me a chicken bowl? That's exactly how he looked too, with the eyes and everything. Hey, yeah, that's Nick. Yeah, that's serious. Listen, you when you when I when I see a is. nigga when, and I catch a nigga doing that, hey, bro. What he look like? Give me a chicken bowl. All I hear is mm-hmm. to live is to suffer. <laughs> and well, to survive is to find meaning in the suffer. Hey yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling. I wow, hey, yo, we went I'm to DMX. Falling, I can't get up. Get back on my feet so I can tear shit up. No. Let me get half. <laughs> Like I hear, I, I hear all of the struggle music come in. I just hear all the struggle music. This can't be life. It's gotta be more. This can't be us. When I hear, I feel. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm, I'm sensitive to the struggle. Scratching his back of his back while he asking for a chicken bowl. What? He was like, "Can you give me a chicken bowl?" Like, no, no. 
For once, I didn't dog him up today. All I hear is grandma praying, grandma saying, shit, somebody ought to just reach out and help me. I'm just going through all of the struggle songs. I That's Sarah McLaughlin song they got for the puppies in the background. Right. I will remember you. Yeah. Can I get a chicken bowl? Yeah. Hi, I'm Sarah McLaughlin. And I'm here with a hungry nigga that needs you to get him a chicken bowl. A chicken bowl don't cost but $6.95. Fuck it, upgrade to a burrito. This nigga's starving. And God will bless you and all the other side broke niggas that's homeless with jobs these days. Yeah, it's fucked up. Because if a nigga eyes get bucked when you see a nigga eyes do this... <coughs> It's serious. It, he that ain't change. even offer nothing. Like, you ain't offered to, to do nothing for me. Oh, you wanted some dick. You know nah, but you could have offered. Look, I've seen many of people shine some shoes. You could have opened the door. You didn't do nothing. You did nothing. Fuck you. You did nothing. You offered nothing. Hey. You could have at least offered some dick. He didn't even do that. I got some dick. Can I get a chicken bowl out of him? Like, well, you know what? You're an entrepreneur. Man. <laughs> Please, if he'd have said that, you'd have hit him with the classic Ryan O'Neal Superfly. I ain't giving you shit. Actually, he might have got hit with one of these. Pew pew. Oh, nah. She go, that was an excuse. He said dick, and I lost my mind. Never mind before dick, he said chicken. <laughs> he said dick. I'm just saying, like, you you just coming up thinking somebody gonna give you a chicken ball. What, like, first of all, ain't no dude not fucking somebody. So I'm trying to figure out whoever you fucking should have sent you out with $7.50. Okay? If she loved you or cared about you, it, or it was even decent, she could have sent you out with $7.50. Yeah, we in a world with chicks going half with niggas on hotel rooms. So I already, already know it's a chick out here that'll get a nigga a chicken ball. I'm, I'm saying, but it wasn't me. Hey. You just wasn't the right chick. No, he keep asking, not. he might got one. Nah, he might have got something. It was going to be hey. fried. That's what he was going to be. I'm so tired of fucking up, being fucked up. Can you give me a chicken bowl? That's exactly the eyes. It's, it's like, <laughs> it's like they, at first he was like, I got to go to work. What time is it? And so I, I told him, can you give me a chicken bowl? Nick, what? No. No. Did no. his attire say he was on his way to work? What did he say? Did he had like one of them... Uh, this tell you I ain't grow up around nobody who do manual labor. One of them, um, it's almost like a Dickies, but it's like the one suit thing. And it's like a brown color. Like people who do construction sometimes oh, wear them things. I say, he look like a UPS nigga. That's all I No, like, yeah, like how they got oh. that one piece. It'd be like green, like a gray oh, or so that khaki nigga, thing. That nigga, so that nigga might have broke into a, a body shop. <laughs> Can you give me a chicken bowl? She, when she said it, she offended all over again. She keep having complex flashbacks of struggle niggas. You gonna do the song? Hey. Listen to my mix. No! No. Hey, buy my mixtape so I can get a chicken bowl. Right. The album could be called 750. My name, Billion Billion Dollar Jeter. 
My mixtape is millions on millions. Can't give me a chicken bowl. I'm done. You know what? Well, with that being said, we go segue into drunken news. Unless you had anything. Do you have anything you wanted to do before I go to drunken news? Uh, you have any what in the anything crazy happened that you just you just need to address to get it up off of your heart? You know what? For my people that uh that know me, that be on Facebook, um, I do gotta tell everybody this. Okay, so one morning I'm on my way, uh oh, this about to be good. I'm on my way to this legalized slave plantation, aka my job. And um I'm trying to get over into this right lane, right? Big ass gap, trying to move over. So I put my blinker on, being a concerned, you know, a very careful motorist. And why this motherfucker gonna speed up? Fast as shit, like he punched the gas, like fuck ya! Like sped up, sped past me. Traffic slowed down. Dude had to swerve and almost like went off the like his car, whole car like turned. You know when they going fast when they stop and the car slide and turn. Mm-hmm. He turned and he was sitting there all shook. And I just looked at this nigga as I glided over into the lane behind him and just looked at him like, "You fucking idiot." I'm not gonna reveal his race, but my thing is this. I'm pretty sure I got a couple. Why do people be so overly concerned with not letting people in front of them on freeways? This guy almost fucking crashed to keep me from doing that. Uh, Do you want to know why Gemini sometimes does that? Why? (laughs) Because sometimes I feel like you're challenging me. But this (laughs) and I'd be like, "Fuck that! You ain't about to get in front of me." It depends on my mood. But I've been as I get older, I'm a little more chill. But like. Sometimes I'd be like, "Fuck that, your little, your little, uh, your little key ain't about to get in front of me. Little key ain't about to get in front of me. Your little Honda ain't about to get in front of me. We're not doing this." But this is your thing. little baby mama whip Toyota it, Camry ain't getting in front of me. It was an incredible distance. It was a nice distance. It wasn't a big, big difference, but it was big enough to say, "Okay, go ahead, bro. You got it." Fuck he that. sped up and almost killed himself. <laughs> he almost died for pride on the freeway. I just thought I'd address that. If you listen to this and you do that punk ass shit, I hope they have to stick needles in your penis to determine what disease you contracted for being such a fuckhead. You bitch. You bitch. Let people over. I always let people over. I'm, listen, I don't mind making it to that legalized plantation that they call a job, you know, on time. I don't mind doing that. But I know if I let a few people in front of me, it's not going to hinder me from making it to where I need to be on time. I only let one. That shit's stupid. Only one. I'm not letting more than one of you motherfuckers get over. That's dumb. I know. I mean, it's okay. No, I mean shit. Even, I mean. Same way how I feel about a chicken bowl. I feel the same way about letting motherfuckers get over. I ain't fucking with you. Damn, you ain't charitable in traffic (laughs) or at Chipotle. I'm not. The only and like even if somebody cut the line, like you better be pregnant with a kid with you. Like maybe I won't say something, but if you pregnant, I still might say something to you. You're a tyrant. I'm convinced. Jim and not a tyrant. Like bitch, I had to wait in line too. You better get to the back. You ain't in labor. You've been doing everything else. I'm sure you take a dick. Turn around like bitch. 
Just cause I use birth control and your punk ass don't, don't mean you can cut me. Your decision. It's your body, your decision. Oh, wow. So you can... <laughs> Let's keep it moving. I don't want our listeners to, to really check how evil you can be. Especially when food is involved. Yeah. <laughs> you know me so well. So we go slide into drunken news. You want to talk about the Apple Watch rewards? The mascot who assaulted a little girl? Or do you want to talk about the girl college player? The mascot that assaulted the girl. So according to Complex, Jose Martinez, Flyers mascot, Gritty. He looked like a damn creep. Look at that. Yeah, he do. Under investigation. You got chicken bowl. <laughs> over alleged assault of 13-year-old. That's what that looks like. <laughs> you got chicken bowl. So the incident occurred when, oh, it was a boy. When Chris Greenwell brought his 13-year-old son to the Wells Fargo Center for an exclusive event for season ticket holders, after the kid snapped a photo with Gritty, um, Greenwell claims he playfully patted the mascot on the head, and Gritty reacted by getting out of his chair, taking a running start, and punched the son as hard as he could. Damn. (laughs) A week later, the kid had to go to the chiropractor, who diagnosed him with a back bruise. God damn. They said that um, there's no proof that Gritty struck the little boy. They suggested a number of perks to make up for the bad experience. However, the dad said there was, uh, that's not enough. Damn. So the dad wanted the Flyers to show the son on the Jumbotron or allow him to visit the locker room, meet the players, and get autographs. Uh, the company said uh, you can ha- sit with the pl- at the on the players' bench during warmups, but you ain't going in that locker room. So the dad said that the the Flyers' officials uh, vice said that the vice president of uh, risk management at Comcast allegedly said the person dressed as gritty admitted to hitting the little boy, but then denied making that declaration. That's when the dad said he decided to take his gripe with the police. So the dad then um, said that they're looking for an apology and something special for the son. Um, He told him that he wasn't looking to file a lawsuit. He's letting the police handle it. So what's your advice? Mm. So imagine, mascot, your kid. Your kid's sitting there like, oh my God, hey, cool. Thanks for the picture. Pats him on the head. Goes walk away. Mascot gets up. Runs at your baby and just... Bow on the back of your baby's back. Right. No, I'm processing this. No, I I was processing it because all I saw was my reaction to that. So I can't give advice based on my reaction because my reaction would have been kick a fucking mascot down a flight of stairs. Pull a mask off mascot, finish beating his ass. Like I'd have lost it, man. Let somebody run up on my son. And do that. <laughs> I, I can't even like he got up out a chair. Like that's some crazy shit. He just right. Bow. What did he think was going to happen? Like that shit is news. I'm wondering. Like did it get reported heavily? Like right, right when it happened. I don't know. It's in Philadelphia. Yeah, I don't know. Wow, that's weird. Yeah, my That's advice weird. is they should sue them. 
Oh yeah, I mean yeah, but I. Cause you didn't whoop his ass, so you might as well sue him. I guess you can hurt him in the bank roll, but I don't want his name. I want his name. <laughs> we can go to court, but I want his name. I want his name. I'm sure his name will guy. be in the court documents. I'm yeah, sure. I, no, tell me personally. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck waiting on a docket. What's that nigga name again? Gritty could not make it to the. Where, <laughs> where he stay? <laughs> Damn shame what happened to Gritty. Gritty can't even speak for himself. Hell no, he can't speak much of nothing. Nigga slurping noodles. Nigga jaw would have been wired. Yeah, my advice is sue him. Point blank. Quick and easy. All right, so do you want to talk about the black player who saw a noose drawing in the locker room? Uh, the Mercedes Chase or the pillowcased rapist? Hmm. So you got the noose, pillowcase rapist, or the Mercedes Chase? The Mercedes Chase was ill. I'm hip to that. I ain't hip to this pillowcase rapist. That's what you want to talk about? Yeah, let's talk about niggas. I like pillows. That's some bullshit. What do you think, black, white, or other? Uh, White. Real white, too. He looked like a pillowcase. It's in Miami. Um, so they linked a registered sex offender to the decades-old pillowcase rapist case from DNA from the man's son following an arrest. Robert Kohler, 60, was denied bond uh, with connection to a 1983 rape linked to notorious spree throughout dozens of women in South Florida. So the break in the case came when his son was arrested last year on a felony domestic violence case. So then they, he had a close uh, familiar match for the unknown rapist. I almost called him a racist. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they arrested him and then they they found a hollowed out room under his home that they described as a dungeon in progress. So they think that he had plans to grab other women. Um, they also discovered a safe in the room containing women's jewelry that looked like trinkets, souvenirs. Um, so he was registered as a sex offender in 1990 for a rape. He was sentenced to probation and he violated that, served 120 days in jail. Um, victims told the police the person who raped them had broken into their apartment or townhome, threatened them with a knife, and then covered their face with a pillowcase, preventing them from getting a good look at their attacker. Um, so they're hoping that this can get um, resolved. The man said, Kohler said that he is not guilty. So, what's your advice for the pillowcase rapist? How do you give advice to a pillowcase rapist? Condoms? Like, what do you tell somebody that rape motherfuckers? He said he's not guilty. Rapist is not guilty. I would say that too. But he's they got DNA though, and it matched. His son is in custody for felony domestic violence, which, like, fuck. What did you do? You had to beat the shit out of somebody. Pillowcase Junior. Right. Um. So they have DNA. So I mean, unless he gonna pin it on a brother or somebody, I mean. 
I don't know how he's not guilty. He's That's fucked up. Your son got you in jail. Because he couldn't keep his fucking hands to himself. Beating shit up. Violent street. Yeah, my advice is uh, if you did it, you should just go ahead and admit it because they got your DNA. Also, uh, if he did it, he admits it, fry his ass. Because there's a lot of rapes. And it's fucked up. Right. Well, it's a... It's a it's an evil-ass world we live in. You know, it's a Florida man. It was Miami. No, I said it's an evil-ass world we live in. Yeah, most of them are in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Where was he from again? Miami. Okay. People be like, Miami's great. I'm like, mm-mm. Not, I love our so, Miami li- listeners, but that just ain't the city right, for me. So when I point to you, just say Florida, okay? Okay. You know it's fucked up in... Florida. You know, motherfuckers raping people and shit coming up with the pillowcase. Florida. Rapists. That's what they should have put the state in front of it. So whenever you hear a pillowcase, you think... You're in Florida. Right. And when you think niggas who beat bitches up and get their fathers arrested, you're going to always think... Florida. Shit, Zimmerman. Florida. Pissing, pissing in the, uh, the super soaker. Florida. Florida. Florida man, Florida man, Florida man, Florida man. Somebody need to make that song. That's the one where he left the, the broad naked on the side of the road. Florida man, Florida, Florida man. man, Florida man. Yeah, we got to keep it moving. Put the car on fire, that shit is crazy. Y'all about to have a snip episode in a minute of nothing but Florida shit. That would be a good snip episode. That'd probably be an hour by itself. <laughs> All right, so do you want to talk about the housing vouchers? Amsterdam to ban tours to Red Light District for hmm. Allen Iverson. Said that he paved the way for niggas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You want to talk about Allen Iverson? You want to talk about housing vouchers? Or you want to talk about Amsterdam banning tours to the red light district? Let's talk about Allen Iverson. AI, one of my favorite players of all time. According to Clutch Points... Reed Goldsmith. Allen Iverson says he took the ass whooping so players can be real. So it says that uh, basically Allen Iverson dressed the way he wanted, did what he wanted. He's a Hall of Famer. And he said he took an ass whooping, trailblazing the way for players coming in like him. He says, quote, I took the ass whooping for guys to be who they really are. I've made a billion mistakes. I've done things wrong, done things right a billion times. I'm human and that's that. I don't read no got too much to live for, too much love around me, end quote. He then tweeted, um, I took the ass whooping for guys to be who they really are. These stories are straight out the vault, straight up. This is me. This is the real me. This is the real me. I guess he has something coming out on the Players' Tribune. Um... So they go into, you know, he came first draft out of Georgetown in 96, go into like some of his stats. Um, he retired in 2010 and he's had some run-ins with the law, but you know, he's, he's Allen Iverson. So what's your advice? Do you think that he paved the way with his ass whoopings? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> 
He's the reason why motherfuckers wear sleeves. Like when they play, like they don't, they think yeah. it's a fashion statement. That was a I cushion feel like, for his man, ass. The NBA was a bitch ass place before AI came along. Cause his I don't give a fuck attitude, beautiful. But I mean, it would have been different. I mean, just think about y'all. History would go a little different if he was a bum ass player. <laughs> Won't nobody give a fuck about your tattoos and your chains. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the fact that he could hoop. That made him a commodity. So, thus came the serial killer look in his eyes when he crossed up Jordan ass. <laughs> uh, niggas tatted up, braids, oversized shirts, shorts not running all up in your ass, t- loose shorts. AI was a pioneer, man. So, he went through the bullshit, so a lot of y'all couldn't. Have to have to deal with the shit he dealt with. So he's a pioneer. I think he deserves all the respect that he can get at this point. Shout out to the big three. I love Allen Iverson. He is one of my favorite players. And I think that he did take a lot of ass whoopings because he was so small and he wasn't no hoe. He wasn't afraid to go to the hole. Like a lot of people now, they want to stand out there and shoot threes. Like he wasn't doing all that. He was going in there. Didn't matter if it was Shaq. It didn't matter if it was Jordan. It didn't matter who it was. He was coming day in and day out. He was fearless. He's one of the most fearless guards in the NBA history. Period. Hands down. Had everybody doing that damn crossover too. The first one. Everybody carrying like a motherfucker. Yeah, he um, definitely deserves the respect, like you said. Definitely. So, you got anything you want to add about Allen Iverson? He stepped over uh, Tyron Lue. Yeah, that's my That shit my was jam. epic. He's like, oh, I didn't even. And then, what's, what makes the most savage about that is he was like, I didn't even mean no disrespect. I didn't even care about him being on the ground. Like, I was just trying to go where I needed to go. I'm like, that's some savage shit. Like you was so insignificant, I ain't even care you was down there. I was just trying to go where I was going. That's yeah, savage. Yeah, that's some savage shit. All right, so do you want to talk about the Florida man who stabbed his boss on the turnpike? Oh, or do you want to talk about overweight people breaking tree branches? <laughs> <laughs> Last one, so make it good. I'm gonna let you choose. Me? Yes. That's. Well, let's talk about the overweight people with breaking tree branches. All right. Yeah, enough death talked about. So, daily, according to Daily Mail, Harry Howard, overweight people snapping tree branches by doing pull-ups. Overweight people have been slammed for allegedly snapping tree branches in popular London Park by swinging from them. Uh, wardens at Highbury Fields in North London say an increasing number of people are using tree branches to do pull-ups. They are encouraged by personal trainers who are increasingly choosing to train clients outdoors rather than stuffy gyms. But this change in trend is said to be taking a toll on the 30-acre park in Islington. Damn, y'all complaining over 30 acres? That's a lot of space. 
Look, you can't have people going around snapping off tree branches either. Like, you're killing trees around here with your big ass. That's what this man said. He's 51. He's a resident. He said some of the personal trainers couldn't give a fig. They jump onto branches to do pull-ups and get their clients to do the same. Some clients are pretty heavy. I've seen several breaking branches. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what one of the residents said. Um, the Islington Council said that they have the authority to remove people from the park if they damage trees or benches. Outdoor exercises are becoming increasingly popular due to some of the benefits. Um, the they go into like some things about like making sure you work out. You know, seventy five minutes a week is good for you and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, that's basically what they say. So. What's your advice to these people swinging on tree branches and breaking them? Don't fucking do that shit. But your personal know. trainer wants you to do that. Fuck you. Let's do some push-ups until I get there. <laughs> I'm not there yet. That's it? That's it. I mean... I don't know. I don't know. I mean, is it not free to go to the park? Is it illegal for you to jump on the trees? Is it illegal to climb trees? No. I mean, I know it's like socially not acceptable, but is it illegal? No. You said it's illegal. Yeah, like to climb trees and shit. Like, can, huh. you, can you get in trouble for climbing trees at a park? I've never gotten in trouble. I ain't heard of no. I, no. So why are these people being shamed, essentially, for, for grabbing on the branches? There's a lot of tree lovers out here. That's what it is? They fucking these trees up, y'all. <laughs> it's like one of them badass kids that go around breaking off, snapping off trees and shit. You want to whoop his ass. So you want to whoop that big ass for motherfucking taking a tree and essentially just, just snapping that motherfucker right off. Like, you ain't doing no fucking pull-ups, so why are you pulling on the fucking branch? You're wrong. They wrong? Yeah. Because, okay. I mean, I, I just think that, I don't know. I don't know. I just think that it's not that big a deal that they have to go around and like remove people. Like, what are you going to do? Like, you're not allowed in this park like sign. I mean, they're going to just come back tomorrow. Are you going to stop every person you think is overweight and tell them they can't come in the park? Like, I'm trying to understand how this is a policy. It doesn't make any sense to me. That's all. So I don't know. My advice is, uh, then don't let any training go on in the park. But like for you to single out overweight people or what you consider it to be, there's no way to regulate that. So I don't know. Good luck with that. Yeah, and I mean shit. You don't have to you're right, you don't have to train in the park. You ain't gotta be doing pull ups and dips in the bench, weight bench. Uh shit. Doing curls by while feeding the pigeons. You ain't gotta do all that. While feeding the pigeons? <laughs> Just saying you all in the park trying to train and shit. I guess. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just feel like it is a, a bit of targeting 
when you know i can see them saying no personal training because they're using the the park as their facility but i don't know they're gonna be targeting people they think are overweight now that's right so <laughs> anyways that's all i got so with that being said we are going to protect our energy so i don't have a quote today but i do want to talk about goals okay and i think that oh people should set goals and and when I say goals, like a, obtainable goals, not like I want to be oh I, I want to be a unicorn this year. First of all, bitch, you ain't never met a unicorn, so chances are your ass ain't gonna be a unicorn. But what you can do is take steps to create like a unicorn of some sort, like and take steps towards something. Not that it's impossible, but you're not about to be a whole ass unicorn right now. Right. So that's all I'm saying. Like you know, make goals that are reasonable and obtainable and quantifiable is is good to do too. My advice is, if you're a person that hasn't been goal-oriented throughout your life, um, biggest thing you can do is set small goals and meet them. Train yourself to reach a little further than what you normally reach for. Avoid the low-hanging fruit. And sometimes protecting our energy is harnessing it and using it for the better good of oneself. So that's what we own. That's definitely what I'm on. I'm crushing goals. That's my goal all year long. So this was a real good one, Gemini. I like this one. Thanks. So with that being said, this has been another episode of Unapologetic Advice Podcast. I am your co-host, Gemini. Now I'm Trilly St. Clair. And this is Unapologetic Advice Podcast. Make sure y'all hit us up at unapollopod at gmail.com. Our Instagram at unapologetic.advice underscore podcast. And Trilly, where can they find you? Cleveland underscore Trillberg. It's in the show notes. Just click it. So yeah, just stay tuned. Check out our previous episodes. We have a lot of stuff going on and we love our listeners. So make sure you follow our Instagram because sometimes we post some funny little treats. So yeah. Sounds good. All right, we out. Bye. Peace. I hope that it continued to record because that would suck. Okay, well, thank you. Oh, so much. What was your new, what was your new name? Was it Snooty name? I don't remember what it was. What was your new name? Poppy Negro. Poppy Negro.